Bonjour, bonsoir, good evening, welcome to the rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel, your host, and the accent is from Paris, France. I'm an American with a French accent. I talk with you about romance, I talk about relationships, I talk about ooh-la-la. You have a problem, you have a question, something on your mind, you reach out to me and we talk about it. Two ways to reach out to me. You can always send me an email or a message at therendezvousshow.com or you can just call me 855-905-8255. And next we have Ariel who is wondering if it's possible to have two soulmates at the same time. So we'll talk to her next on The Rendezvous. Bonjour, you're listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel, your host. It's a call-in show, The Rendezvous. So when you have a question about your relationship, just call me, 855-905-8255. Just like Ariel here is on the line listening on Albuquerque 100.3 The Peak. Bonjour, Ariel. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good. Welcome to The Rendezvous. What's going on? My husband and I, we're going on seven years now, mm-hmm. and I love him to death. I, mm-hmm. mean, I mean, I didn't settle. I wouldn't have married him if I didn't. But my question is... Can you have more than one soulmate? So if you ask me this, do you have somebody else you connected with that you think could be your second soulmate, as you say? Yes. Okay, so tell me about this. Who is this other man that you think is your other soulmate? You know, I've known him for years. It's always just been, you know, a a friendly thing, but I can talk to him about anything. Uh, We do work together once in a great while. Okay. Okay. and he knows it, too. He even says that, you know, I'm his soulmate. And he knows my situation. He knows I'm married and knows that it may never happen. But just knowing that the two of us feel the same yes. is kind of wonderful and scary at the same time because are you allowed to feel that way even though you're married? First of all, okay. define for me what's a soulmate. Basically, the other half of you that completes you, you know, that makes you laugh, that wants to do the same things that you do. The other I mean, half... I, of your soul, right? Your soulmate right. is the other half of your soul. I don't believe we have several soulmates. I believe we have only one soul inside of ourselves and okay. another half. It doesn't mean your husband is your soulmate. In your case, I think it's possible that your soulmate is the man you just mentioned to me that you know, and your husband is a different side of your life. Okay. So yeah. is it okay to have that? Yes. What's not okay is to ever cross the line romantically between your husband being your husband, and then any romantic cling to the soulmate. If you want to change, you're going to have to go through the separation. Mm. One soulmate, one heart inside of you. It's like people say, I don't have two hearts. No, you only have one heartbeat in your body. You don't have two heartbeats unless you're pregnant. So <laughs> it's the same thing when it comes to your soul. You have one soul, and you share that soul with somebody else, but it's not always your husband. Okay. All right. That's a good point. Thank you so much. Best of luck to you. Thank you so much for calling the rendezvous. Thank you, Ariel. Thank you. And since I believe we only have one soulmate, I'm going to tell you next what I believe are the signs you found that famous soulmate. Stay with me. Welcome back to the rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel, your host. Ariel, my last caller, just called me and she said, Simon, I want to know if it's possible to have two soulmates. And I said, no. Because for me, you have one soul, one heart inside of you, and actually one heartbeat, unless you're pregnant, and then it's the only time you have two. So then I said, you know, here are the signs for me you find your soulmate. First of all, since you find your other half, it completes you. Right? You feel complete. You feel one. And that feeling is unique. 
that is like finally a relief almost. And then there is sometimes also flashbacks that you feel you've déjà vu and you've known each other and you get each other. Things that really feels that so comfortable, like we reattach you to that other half. Uh, one big thing, you fall in love with her flaws and his flaws because now it's part of yours too. Stay with me. I'll be right back with more signs you find your soulmate. Bonjour, good evening. I'm Simon Marcel, your host. Welcome to the rendezvous. I'm talking about soulmate because I had this caller, Ariel, who said, you know, I love my husband, but I think somebody else is my soulmate. Can we have two soulmates in life? I said, no, we have one soul, one heart, one heartbeat. And so I just wanted to define those for me are the signs you find your soulmate. So think about it for yourself when I'm saying them. You know, feeling complete. That's the big one I said. You feel complete. And once you feel complete because you find your other half, another thing you will feel inseparable, meaning you want to be together. You don't want anyone to separate you. You don't want anything to separate you. It doesn't mean you don't have business trips and you can't be away, but you have always that connection. I can tell you that because my parents have been married for 54 years and they are each other's soulmate and each other's other half. My mom always said, Robert is my other half. That was in the universe, and I found him. That's how big and important it is to find your soulmate. Uh, by the way, another way to find answers about those questions is to call the rendezvous at 855-905-8255, and I'm going to get to the calls next on the rendezvous. Welcome back to the rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel, your host. When you have a question about your relationship, something is on your mind, call me, 855-905-8255. Just like now, we have Michelle listening on Blairstown, New Jersey's Max 106.3. Bonjour, Michelle. Bonjour. How are you? I'm doing good. What's going on? Okay, so I was recently in a relationship with one of my employees. I'm actually his superior at work, and things have just not been working out, so... I was trying to cut ties and keep it amicable in uh-huh. the workplace as well. Um, we're not supposed to be dating, but now he's been saying that he will go find another job, and I'm afraid to send him to find another job and us not work out because it is a good job. So how much do you like or love this man? I thought I loved him very much, but you know his behavior lately in the workplace has been deteriorating, and... I love him, but he's just making it really difficult. (laughs) And just doing what? What does he do that is so difficult for the relationship? He's he's gotten lazy. He Mm. wants to not show up sometimes. I see. So I'll look the other way. Okay, he's taking advantage. Okay, besides that, outside work, how good of a boyfriend is he? Oh, he's a great boyfriend. Ah, But that's the good news, Michelle. If he finds another job, you're going to have the best of each other and you won't be responsible for him. So to your question, should I give him another chance? Follow your intuition, follow your heart. Let him find another job, encourage him even better, and then give, of course, give the chance to the relationship. You said you love him, you love him very much, he's a great boyfriend. Well, just make it not your worker and then you keep the best of him. I mean, I, that's what I was kind of thinking, but I just I was worried that down the road he will resent me if it doesn't work out. He won't resent you. I think that it's unhealthy you guys' relationship at work is taking advantage. It would be interesting to see you guys dating without being at the same job together. And then you go from there. It's not granted it's going to work, but you said he's a great boyfriend and you love him. So I want to give it yeah, a chance. I yeah, I, I know you do. I can tell in your voice. <laughs> so don't give up on love. 
Give up on the job. It's his job. He'll, <laughs> he'll be fine. He'll be okay. You'll be even in a better place. That's my advice, okay? Thank you. You're most welcome. Thank you very much for calling the rendezvous. Let's talk about the pros and the cons of dating somebody at work. That's next on The Rendezvous. Bonjour, I'm Simon Marcel, your host. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. You know, we got to talk about the pros and the cons of romance at the office or romance at work. So let's start by the pros. Let's start by the positive. Forbidden love, that's one thing that comes to my mind, is very exciting and passionate. Meaning, you know, you're not supposed to do that work. You know, it's not supposed to happen. But when that happened, there is this feeling of the only two in the world who knows what's going on. And this is very exciting. The second thing is, because you work together, you understand each other. You work in the same environment, you know the same people, you can gossip about the same people, and so you, you know each other's world and you understand it. After a while at work, the good things about dating at work is that you naturally know each other after a few months and conversation happens very naturally. That's some of the main pros. I'll share with you what I believe are the cons of office romance next on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonsoir. Good evening. Dating at the office, dating at work. A good thing or a bad thing? I just mentioned the good thing. Let's talk about the bad things, okay? So, when you date at the office at the beginning, it has to stay a secret. Everything is on the down low. Everything is never social media official, nothing. You spend your life a little worried because if other colleagues found out, you're in trouble. And remember, it's just like love is like a flower. It doesn't grow without the sun. Well, a relationship can't grow on the down low forever. So that's certainly a negative. The worst is if you ever have to break up, then you end up at the office with an awkward situation where every day you'll stare at this person, politely smiling when you see each other in public, disgusted every time you see his or her face, you know, every day. Who wants to go through that? And finally, you know too many things about each other, and that doesn't help either. I still say you feel it, you do it. It's better to have done it and have regrets than regrets to have never done anything in life. So that is my take on dating at work. Have no regrets. Just be careful. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm your host. I'm Simon Marcel. You have a question about your relationship? You call me. 855-905-8255. Let me go to Miguel, listening on Mix 104.7 in Waco, Texas. Bonjour, Miguel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. Bonjour. Bonjour. What is going on, Miguel? I was dating this girl for a few months now, and I'm a, I'm a comic. I see. And I got the opportunity to open for Carlos Mencia, mm -hmm. and she came to see me. And while he was on stage... right. He made fun of her, knowing that she was dating me. What did no he one say? Funny. What What did he say? So I just understand exactly what he, did he say. He looked at her and goes, "You guys are dating, right?" She's like, "Yeah." He's like, "How does it feel to know that you get to go home with a funny guy and you get to be the one to ooh la la with the funny guy?" I and, see. So he said that in like, public, right? Yeah, yeah, but like real aggressive, and no one found it funny, and she was clearly upset by it. And I apologized to her, and she was saying it was fine. But you know, how, you know when girls say it's fine, you know it's not fine. Well, I mean, who wants to be ridiculed and humiliated in public, right? I, mean, I, I agree with you. So now what? So she's not talking to you right now? She's just completely ghosted me. She won't respond. She won't, uh, she won't answer any of my calls. Okay. But do you think I, I should have done anything differently, I guess, is my question. 
Well, absolutely. Here's you, when when you like someone, whether it's a friend, a girlfriend, or you know a new relationship, you protect them from any aggression, right? Because you're a comic and you know that world, you really put her on a situation where she was defenseless. There was nothing she could have done. She didn't have the mic. So you did not act like you know a gentleman in that way. You let her being exposed, humiliated. And so the lesson of this is you should send her a very nice, deep, and real, I'm sorry, you know, apologizing for what happened. I would then leave her alone. Uh, we'll see what she does. Think if it was your sister. Think if it was your mother. Think if it was, it was your daughter. The same thing would happen. How would you feel? Think of that and then protect your girlfriend the same way you protect the rest of your family. And I'm sure then you'll do a great job, okay? Okay. All right, best of luck to you. I hope she forgives you and maybe you have another chance and things will get better. Otherwise, you know what to do. All right, thank you. Thanks, Miguel. More rendezvous next. Bonsoir, good evening. You're listening to The Rendezvous. We're talking about when it's time to show up for your partner, for your girlfriend, for your husband, your wife, whoever. I have a quick story. Just something came back to my mind. Way back when, I was in a club. And so imagine, you know, remember those tables where like everybody's in a round circle and where everybody sits together. It's a fun time. And it was about two or three in the morning. Music was loud. And my girlfriend was sitting on my left side. And out of the blue came that creep guy. And he sit next to my girlfriend and started to talk too loud right into her face. And I told her, sit on, the, instead of the left, the right side. And my girlfriend was then protected because she was on the right side next to me. And I looked at him and said, now tell me the story. What is the problem? And he didn't know what to do. And there was no violence. And he just left. And it's something that all of us must remember. All you got to do when you care for somebody is to feel, how would I feel if I was in her situation? So let's remember that. And when we care, we protect the one we love. I'm going to go back to my email at therendezvousshow.com and answer your question next on The Rendezvous. Bonjour, I'm Simon Marcel, your host. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. We talk relationships on The Rendezvous. You can either call me, 855-905-8255, or you can just email me and I'll answer your question. You just go to therendezvousshow.com. Com. Talitha just emailed me this message. She says, Bonjour, Simon. I've been married one year and I recently caught my husband on plenty of fish. Mm. He swears that he was talking to his friend, but he was on some girl's profile. He hasn't been coming home when he says he would be and he's very agitated when I can't have ulala right when he wants it. So there's a lot of history between us, good and bad. And he has cheated before. What do I do now? Now, that's a key question. Married one year, find your husband on plenty of fish, he's cheated before, what do you do? You stay with me, I'll answer that next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel, your host. You can reach me by email, just like Talitha did at therendezvousshow.com. Talitha has a problem, though. I mean, she's been married for a year and recently caught her husband on plenty of fish. Not the best side to find your husband. He swears he was talking to her friend. She says, no, he was talking and chatting with some girl. And lately hasn't been coming home as he should be. He also has cheated in the past. And when she can't or doesn't want to have ooh-la-la, he gets very agitated. Basically, she's wondering and asking me, what do I do? First of all, thanks for the email, Talitha. I appreciate it. What you do is you talk to him. So you wait that things are calm, right? After a good meal, men are always better on a full stomach than an empty stomach. That's my piece of advice on that. And then you expose the fact. 
and you open the conversation for him to explain what is he doing, right? It's like you're not pointing the finger at him. You're trying to understand what is going on. Why? Because you guys are married. Why? Because you guys took a commitment. Why? Because you're not supposed to cheat. You're not supposed to be on plenty of fish. You're not supposed to uh, talk to some random women when you're married. So I'm going to give him a chance to explain the why. Hopefully nothing bad has happened. But all this agitation that Talitha is describing shows is in turmoil and he needs to talk. How do you repair anything in silence? doesn't work. You repair things talking to each other calmly. And if you can't do it, just the two of you alone, Talitha, go to a couple of therapy. So there's a third person in the room that can help you find the right way to understand each other. But there are rules when you're married. There are rules that protect the relationship. And those don't include cheating or being on plenty of fish. So good luck to you, Talitha. Call me or reach out to me more if you need any more help. But good luck to you. I keep my fingers crossed for you and your husband. Things go, will go well. Uh, more of the rendezvous next. Bonjour, Simon Marcel, your host. Welcome back to The Rendezvous, where we talk relationships, we talk ooh we talk issues. Basically, you have a question, all you got to do is call me, 855-905-8255. Another thing you don't want to miss is the podcast, my own podcast, La Confession, a.k.a. La Confession, where the truth always comes out. And if you haven't had the chance to listen yet, all you got to do is go to our Heart Radio app, Type La Confession, and there's some great, great episodes, such as, is it a good thing to stay friend with the ex? That's a great episode. Is marriage a life sentence? Another great one. Happy wife, happy life. So we got great, great episodes of those longer format of The Rendezvous with me, my guest. Great questions. You don't want to miss it. Go to our Radio app and type La Confession, where the truth always comes out. Have a good night and I'll talk to you next time. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show.